What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. You love Ernest, him guy. Different name. Back again with another episode of Let's Talk About It podcast. So, uh, only got two topics today. Uh, this week was a very, I guess, slow week for me to think of topics to talk about. A, you know, I guess, want to talk about anything, really. Uh, news, uh... Popular news worthy, I guess. So, you know, I basically just pick topics based off of my interest and if I have something to say. If something of interest hit your 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 uh, little news feeds or whatever and I didn't talk about it, well, that's because, I, A, I wasn't either aware of it. I might have never, it might have never just hit my, my news uh, feeds. Uh, and two, I probably didn't find interest in it. Uh, that's that. Uh, but before I get into the first topic, I want to just send my best prayers and and, and just just condolences to uh, the families of the victims over at the mosque in New Zealand. Uh, you know, typically I don't talk about the the mass shootings and murders and stuff like that because um, I find it depressing, to be honest with y'all, um, I, and I know I discuss a lot of depressing things, um, but these things here, uh, I feel as though I don't want to use, I'm not saying that I'm that type of individual that's going to use these things to get, uh, followers or any type of buzz, um, because I'm, I, like to think that, uh, you know, those who do listen to me faithfully know that I'm not that type of individual. Um, but may, some of y'all may have been wondering how come when these things happen, um, you never talk about them as if they don't happen. Um, one, I never ignored them. If you follow me on social media, I will share thoughts about them, whether it be a post that I shared, someone else posted because they said something that I, uh, co-sign or they said something that I, uh, you know, a lot of the times, uh, I can't really think of what else to say other than, uh, prayer for the victims and, 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 and showing my support for them and want, wanting the, the perps of this heinous crime to be murdered themselves or to suffer some type of punishment. Basically, those are the only two things that I that that I I can think of. And so if I say it for one thing, then I'm basically uh, saying it for all the things. That's number one. Number two, like I said, it's it's well, number one was it's depression, right? Because it really is. Um I want to be an individual that sheds light onto things. Um, and with these situations, I understand that when I, re when I react emotionally, like saying those shooters deserve to die, that's not really shedding light. It's not. Uh, and if I'm not going to... And I'm not saying this is always going to be me, but if I'm not going to shed light on something, uh, 
which isn't always me. I know that. But if I'm not going to shed light on something, then I might as well keep it to myself. And I might as well post something that someone else uh, perfectly <laughs> worded. Uh, so I'm not, you know, out here spreading more negativity to some negative shit. But I truly do want the families to to uh, know that I support them. A lot of other Americans out here support you. And I'm pretty sure other nations as well are showing their support. Um, or other people in other nations. Okay? Um, because a lot of people here in America, I can say, they support that type of bullshit. That happened over in New Zealand, especially at a mosque. They support that. Uh, so before I get into the actual first topic at hand, um, I will use this time to call out the obvious Islamophobes. This is the same shit I was talking about with the white terrorist episode. Um, I appreciate those who listened to that, uh, episode and they shared their thoughts on it. But with everything that I share, I already know there's a group of people who do not like what I say or don't agree with it. And I'm not saying that you have to be someone who, who, who always agrees with what I say, but I know some people disagree with what I say because it exposes their hatred for something. It exposes their racial or whatever bias they have, right? And I just want to say that I'm not here to protect y'all's feelings. I'm not here to protect the feelings of haters. When I make that episode, when I talk about when I and the same, basically sharing the same sentiments that I'm about that I, you know, the same uh, sentiments I shared in that episode is basically my thoughts on Islamophobes and and, and how terrorism works and, and well the categorization of terrorism. Uh, again, it just proves what the fuck I said right. These white terrorists out here are out here doing, and yes, I'm going to say white. You, you, you can just because you don't know the race of the individual, and I think one of the people, one of the shooters, is white or whatever. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But for them to do what they did. And don't share no videos. I, I think there's videos out of because the morons fucking live streamed them doing what they did. For them to do what they did um, and live stream it, okay, uh, that's sick. And that's part of why I'm like, I hope they just get murdered. Um, if they're in custody now, obviously they were brought down peacefully, which is also fucked up. Listen, when these situations happen... I can go on and on. Why I don't talk about because I could go on and 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 on about just just the biases about all these how these situations are handled. How like when a Dylan Roof situation, how this man was brought in peacefully, whereas 
black men are being gunned down by the police officers. I can get into that. I can get into how black women are being rough housed uh, simply for mouthing off or asking too many questions to a police officer. They're not armed or anything. They're just asking them, why the fuck are you stopping me? Or they're just asking too many questions. And then they're getting pulled by their ha- hair, dragged to the ground, dropped on their head, being stomped on and kneed on. Right? But meanwhile, you have gun-toting white boys shooting up 50 to 100 people to thousands of people in, in areas and all they do is drop their guns, get on their knees, put their hands on their head, and uh, be uh, brought into uh, custody peacefully. I can go on and on about these situations, and that's why I don't talk about these situations, uh, these mass murder situations. And it's what I've said in previous episodes before. Um I would be saying the same shit. And if if I don't have anything new to say, anything new to add, then I'm not going to continuously say the same shit. Because that's how I feel about this New Zealand situation. That's how I feel about the Parkland situation. That's how I feel about the Dylan Roof situation. That's how I felt about the movie theater shooting. That's how I feel about other mosques being attacked. So, not to make this any more longer, like I said, I, uh, prayer to New Zealand, prayer to those and, uh, those who lost family members there, uh, prayers to everyone at that mosque. And I want to show, and lastly, I want to just give off my solidarity to the Muslim community uh, for being under scrutiny and being categorized as terrorist, having their very religion be uh, you know just 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 dragged under the 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 fucking mud. Now, when I see other Muslims doing it, I can't really, me me, as someone who's never been Muslim, I can't really, you know, I see some of them doing it. And again, this is, (laughs) my mind just goes all over the place when these situations, because then it goes back to Islamophobia and how much I think, how fucked up I think that is. Then it goes back to, you know, all a bunch of other stuff, man. So... I'm just going to sh- say a prayer. Uh, you know, I'm going to cut this off. Say a prayer for them. Uh, you have my support. And then we're going to get on to the, uh, the actual first segment. All right. All right. We back. So this first segment here, I'm calling it. Do you want to be saved or not? <laughs> Yeah, same title and everything. But uh, basically, I'm going to share my thoughts on white savior movies and, quote, black savior movies, okay? Now, I've seen people discuss this with the movie Green Book um, and just another, uh, the movies like Green Book. There's a movie called The Help, which I actually dislike. Um, 
to be real with y'all, I haven't watched Green Book yet. Um, I've had, I've heard good and bad things, and I'm not gonna, you know, lie to y'all. The bad things that I heard about the movie uh, make me not want to watch the movie. But I also feel like inclined now to watch the movie just to see, uh, a, just to see if the bad things were over uh, or uh, you know over exaggeration uh, from you know people who are online and they typically just over exaggerate just to over exaggerate that's number one number two um i want to see for myself (laughs) you know it's you know the bad things uh sound like you know something where it's like damn that shit is crazy but i really got to see it for myself um so this isn't a green book movie review segment or episode or whatever if i watch it uh, uh you know pretty soon then i will uh, probably in a future episode talk about it or if that's something of interest that you will want to hear my thoughts on um, then I will gladly watch any movie really um, and share my thoughts to you all but I want to talk about how this this idea that white savior now I get it before I even get into my thoughts because I know somebody's going to misconstrue what I said and somebody's purposely going to misconstrue it just so they can argue right Um, because that's how people are Um, before I get into it I understand fully how problematic white the white savior complex is I also understand how problematic the black savior complex can be. Now, if you're wondering what is a black savior complex, it's basically this idea of black people uh, letting protecting white people from racism. Like black people going through a bunch of shit to protect white folks and to make sure white people have a easier life while they take on the bullshit that is dealt with being black the white savior complex for those who don't know is not the opposite of that it's white people creating the issue and then creating a cure for the issue it's white people combating uh you know, let's just say if white people were to, to, you know, a white Malcolm Martin Luther King, a white Malcolm X, a white Black Panther Party, but a white Panther Party. No, not the Klan, not the KKK, because these white folks are against the Klan. These white folks are basically they uh, are for black people well you know the best way I could describe the white complex uh, white uh, savior complex is the democratic party yeah the democratic party has always 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 had the white savior complex the only difference between these movies and the Democratic Party 
is at least in the movies, the white savior actually did (laughs) something for the black folks that he or she was saving, right? Or quote, saving. Whereas the Democratic Party puts out a bunch of promises, well, not even promises, just lies and say we're going to do this for the black folks. And then they don't follow through with those uh, statements. They don't follow through with the, those. Their actions do not follow what they said they were going to do. So. That's the best way I could describe it. Uh, you know. Now, I say that, like I said, I know the problem behind both mindsets. Um, I've said on this, uh, this, this, this episode before, it's not up for black people to end racism. It's up to white people. And I truly do b- b- believe that. But if white folks think that in the back of their mind, you know, I'm helping these black folks because it's going to give me clout and these polo, you don't have this, this yes, Jews type of mentality about, oh, I do all this X, Y, and Z for black people. Y'all better praise me. Y'all better not talk shit about me. That's not genuine. That's your white superhero complex, uh, you know, coming into mind. So I understand the problems, okay? Maybe someone else could better explain both the black superhero complex and the white superhero complex better than I can. And I advise that if you know someone who can explain it better, uh, that you reach out to that individual or you pay attention to them. Uh, We'll pay attention to them more. You pay attention to me, go right ahead because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, But... I think a lot of white folks mean well, and they still get this bad rap. And I ain't talking about Yes Jules. <laughs> I ain't talking about Rachel Dolezal. I'm talking about the Atticus Finch, Finch, Finches. I'm trying to say, you know, I'm talking about Atticus Finch. People like Atticus Finch. Now, if you don't know who Atticus Finch is, uh, do your Googles, okay? Sad, because Atticus Fitch is a made-up character. Atticus Fitch isn't a real character. I think he was based off of somebody in real life, but uh, 100% Atticus Finch is not a real character. But there are Atticus uh, Finch type of white folks. People who actually mean well. Because their morals are saying, this is what is right. And I have to do what is right. This is what is wrong. And I want to combat what is wrong. And I see a community of just dumb black folks. Calling the Atticus type of uh, white folks. Oh, you're you're, you're not being genuine or you, you should be attacked. For your white savior complex. You just have a white savior complex. You're not being genuine with your support for the community or your help for the community. And when I see that, it's like, bruh, do you want 
white allyship? Or do you not want it? Do you want genuine white folks to say this is fucked up? And I'm using my privilege because that's what Atticus Fitch did. I'm using my privilege to help combat this fucked up system of racism. Do you want those people? Because I can tell you straight up, I want those type of people in my life. I want those type of people to work for organizations such as the Innocence Projects. I, those are the type of white folks that I have. I don't have problems with white folks in, in, in general, don't, so don't get my words messed up. But those are the type of white folks that I don't have an issue with, right? Those are the type of white folks that I love. So to see them get attacked for doing what is right, uh, it's going to bother my black ass, yes, for sure. Now, again, I have not seen the movie Green Book, but one of the critiques that I heard um, was that it was a movie not about the black man who basically, for those who are wondering the, the the history behind the Green Book, let me get into that before I get into the movie. All right, so quick history about what the Green Book is. The Green Book is basically a traveler's guide for black folks. This is back when segregation was was on and popping, right? So black folks, obviously, during segregation, we could not just travel anywhere, right? Still to this day, we can't just travel anywhere. But we could not just travel anywhere because we'd be shot on site, lynched on site, a lot of shit that's still going on today. We'd be harassed, we'd be jailed for simply traveling through certain areas, right? So also what it did, what the Green Book did was showcase black businesses, which is why I, I'm going to be hella disappointed if this movie is as inaccurate and trash as the naysayers say it is because I think if it was done correctly, this movie could have been when this movie could have relaunched the movement of the green book and it could have done wonders for black communities. So what it did was uh, it showcased black businesses in certain areas as well. So it's like, okay, if you're going to travel to this state, this city, these are the black areas these are also the black businesses and this business does this you know this is a restaurant this is a hair salon this is a you know a, a place where you could buy coats if you're traveling to a uh, you know a, a place where it's winter time during these months uh, beautiful shit right now that's what the green book the actual green book green book was about again I can't tell you what the movie did because I haven't watched it uh, but the critiques I heard about the movie was basically a white, they tried to give that credit to a white guy and say the white guy was the hero in this sense and saying that the white guy was, you know, they took away, they basically took the attention off of what this, the idea of the green book was and turned it around and said this white guy uh, the white guy that you see, uh, 
you know, whoever he is, uh, he is basically the mastermind behind why black folks were able to travel safely uh, when they did back in segregation times, right? When segregation was on and popping. Again, that's not a critique. Well, that's not, yeah, that's not a critique that I would find pleasant. When I hear somebody who say, who who's watched the movie, who saw the movie, and say that's what the movie was about, yes, it makes me side-eye everybody involved in it. It makes me side-eye Mahershala Ali, which he stated that he did not know uh, the inaccuracies of the film prior to agreeing to doing the film. Um, That he only found out about the inaccuracies after filming was done. Um, And by that time, it was obviously too late because the film was already done. Okay. Now, I don't know if any, I don't know if this is something actors could do where it's like, yes, I did all of this work. Um, But for this movie, that's supposed to be a true story. Yet you're not depicting it right. I don't want to be associated with this movie. So do not put this movie out. Or you're going to have to refilm everything with somebody who is fine with being a part of an inaccurate project like this because I don't want my name and face on it. I don't know the spew behind that, but if actors can't do that, I would have done that. And that's not to paint myself as a better person than Mahershala Ali. It's not to paint myself as, I'm just saying that's how I get down. I don't know how Mahershala gets down. I think he's a great dude, good actor, genuine dude, seems like a nice guy, Um, but I, it wouldn't sit right for me, especially when the family of the actor, of the person that I acted in, because this is supposed to be a true story, based on a true story, right? So, if I played a specific uh, person who is actually a you know, someone for real, and then their family comes out and says, we don't like how you portrayed our loved one in this movie, also, this movie is fake, this is not what is what happened, I'm gonna feel some type of way, I'm gonna feel disgusted, I'm gonna feel angry, I'm gonna feel like, damn, I got played, and I just really fucked up this family's, uh, uh, legacy, basically, I'm going to feel some type of way about that. So, again, that's how I get down. Can't tell you how Mahershala gets down or anybody else get down. Now, back on to what I was saying about the white saver complex. I think that, once again, the outrage that people are having about it. Now, I did see the help. And that's a black saver complex movie. It was supposed to be, you know, the 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 black slaves that were made, but they were really slaves. Uh, you know, they were supposed to make the white women feel good about having slaves because their trash ass husbands was off, 
doing whatever, cheating on them and, and not paying attention to them. So these slaves were supposed to hold these white women in their bosoms and while they cry and, you know, blah, 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 right? While still being treated as a slave, as it's nothing but a servant. At nothing really, as nothing really different from a, an emotional support dog. You know, you see those people with emotional support dogs, and I'm not in no way, shape, or form uh, clowning folks with emotional support dogs or putting down emotional support dogs. I actually think that's a great idea. Dogs can be really great. Uh, you know, dogs can make you feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like, dogs can really make you feel good. So, but comparing, but but treating people. As they're just your emotional support dog. That you can only use them when you're feeling down. When you want someone to play with. Because you're dealing with some... Uh, an emotional situation or you're in a uh, you're in an emotional state. I don't agree with that. Okay? Now... Dogs may not have a problem with that because dogs, from what I've seen, typically like that type of attention anyways. And I'm not saying that people aren't prone to liking that type of attention, but attention, but we are people. We are not animals. We move differently from animals. We are supposed to (laughs) be more intelligent than animals which means that we are expected to expected to do better things and greater things than animals not just be somebody's emotional support human not just be slaves peasants anything like that it's you don't treat people this way and I'm not saying that it would be even better to treat dogs and animals this way but you don't treat people this way is what I'm saying so once again I understand the problems my problem with those who don't know the difference is you're going to ruin a lot of good relationships Because you just want to look cool. You just want to look smart. Online. To a bunch of idiots. You just want to look woke. To a bunch of woke folks. Online. You're over here. And like I said. You're over here clowning. Or telling the Atticus Finches of the world. That. They are not needed. They are not wanted and they need to shut the fuck up. You're telling them all that. But then you're telling white folks they need to be allies. Like I said, do you want to be saved or not? Do you want the help or not? And what I mean saved, I don't mean saved in a literal sense. Like it's up to the Atticus Finches of the world to save us. Because it's uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's all, it's all, you know, black folks can save what black folks. 
It ain't up to white folks to save us. It's up to them to stop the fuckery that they started. But simply, if racism ended now, that wouldn't fix all of the black issues. <laughs> it it help, and that's what we want is the help. It had definitely help, but it wouldn't fix the issues. What will fix the issues is black folks getting the power, getting the money, getting the resources that we deserve. And it is up to us to get that shit. It's just that shit is harder to get when you have a system of racism attached to a bunch of other shit that is making acquiring those resources much harder but let's not get it fucked up when you have Atticus Finches out there who are genuine in their support let's not and let's mean it you not me but let's not push them away because you want to seem woke online you want to seem smart let go of this online persona you have this pro black persona you have online and be a logical human being for once it doesn't matter if the person who is genuine genuinely tried to make situations better for you is white Asian Hispanic Indian whatever Why not welcome that ally to be an ally? Now, again, I'm only talking about genuine folks. That's why I keep talking about Atticus Finch. The yes Jews of the world can get the fuck out. If you, when, when y'all attack her, when y'all attack Rachel Dolezal, when y'all attack all the other folks, I'm totally uh, uh, on the side with y'all. When y'all attack, th- when y'all attack those folks. But I'm not going to be on the side with y'all. And I keep saying Atticus Finch because honestly, I can't think of any real life white allies. Let me keep it a buck with y'all. I'm pretty sure there's some. Homegirl, the, 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 the psychologist who does the lectures about uh, against racism. I'm forgetting her name and I'm, it sucks I'm forgetting her name. Um, but... She's a real life ally that comes to mind. She's not doing it because it's making her look good. She's been doing this for fucking decades now. Way before social media. So I'm pretty sure it wasn't just to look good. And I'm not saying before social media came about people were, were doing things genuinely because nah. There's always been a form of social media even before social media. People were always doing things for clout even before these fucking kids started using clout. But I can always tell genuine actions from non-genuine actions. Hence why I keep bringing up Rachel Dolezal and Yes Jules when talking about non-genuine white folks acting like they give a fuck about black folks when they don't. Okay? Rachel Dolezal is just dying with the lie and yes Jules is just 
doing it because her own community don't give two shits about her, but she don't give two shits about black folks. Um, anyways, but, uh, you know, I ain't got nothing else to say other than, you know, just be mindful about who's the ally and who isn't the ally. And if you're not a good judge of character like I am, then please just reach out to me and say if you know about this person or just look at this person and you tell me if you think this person is, you know, really about about it or not or they just faking the funk. I gladly will tell you if somebody is faking the funk or they're really about about it. Simple as that. To just jump on every white person and say, oh, they're just doing it to. No, you can't say that about every white person. You can't argue that, but then try to argue uh, when white people are silent about racism, that they're complicit about it. But then when they are, aren't silent about it is, oh, you're just saying that to make yourself look better. It's like the women who were saying shit about this, uh, sexual assault, uh, uh, you know, just the, the, when the Me Too movement first started, like, clicking, it was, men, your silence, it means you're complicit about it, okay, when men spoke up, shut up, listen, so it's like, do you want men to speak and say their piece, or do you want us to shut up and listen, because you cannot say, men, you're too silent about this situation, so that must mean you're complicit, but then when men, like myself, came out and said, yo, this is fucked up, uh, what these men are doing are bad, or just said anything, it's, shut up, we don't care what you think, it's not your turn to speak, you spoke enough, you're a man, it's up to you to just listen, just listen to our experience, so, I'm speaking to that community, and I know that community of folks, uh, they're not logical folks. Uh, so if they do end up hearing this, they're not going to listen to this and respond logically or think logically, but some might hence why I'm doing this because I'm not doing this for the folks who understand. I'm not reaching the folks who know what the fuck I'm not going to Hillary Clinton myself, meaning I'm not going to talk to the people who I already secured. Like she, all she did was talk to people who she knew was going to vote for her. She didn't try to sway the opposing uh, folks. What I'm doing is trying to sway the opposing folks. The folks I know who disagree with me. The folks I know who are illogical. I want to help or at least try to make them think logically. That's all. On to the next segment. What's up? I was about to say my intro again. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I mean, if you are still unfamiliar with who this man is, this is Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Um... And you are listening to the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, on to the last segment. We're talking about Russell Westbrook versus the Utah. I don't mean just just Utah Jazz. I mean actual Utah. And I'm throwing Utah under the bus because this isn't the first time I've heard some 
racist shit coming out of Utah. This isn't the first time I heard some disrespectful shit coming out of Utah. So and anybody who is out there in Utah, fuck Utah. That's number one. Number two, if you are a listener out in Utah and you are a fan, I'm sorry, but fuck Utah. Anyways, we're back. Um, yeah, so if you don't know what happened out there in Utah, uh, this dude and his wife, who I'm pretty sure is an ugly-ass Betty, um, was harassing Russell Westbrook, right? Nothing new. A lot of people tend to, especially the talkative athletes, they tend to uh, get picked on by fans a lot because fans are stupid and they think, oh, I'm just going to talk shit to this person and they can't do anything about it. And they also believe, well, I spent all this money on this ticket, on this beer, on this popcorn and all this shit that I can say whatever the fuck I want to say to these athletes. And the older me, the older me, meaning me when I was younger and dumber, used to think that I used to say, well, you know, they're getting paid all this money and they they should be able to take the critique. They're human beings. You know, they, you know, this may bad. You think you disagree with me? <laughs> no one disagrees with me more than I do, right? There's a bunch of shit that I've said in the past uh, that I will continue to say that I will grow to disagree with. There's shit that I've said in the past that I totally disagree with. That's one of those things. I don't agree with the mindset of someone being paid millions having to deal with being bullied, being disrespected, simply because they make millions of dollars and I don't. Shit, even if I was only making thousands per week, right? I wouldn't, I still would not like the fact that somebody felt the need to disrespect me in the comment sections or just online because, well, you're making all this money podcasting and I, nah, like it doesn't, doesn't excuse the fact that just because I'm making more money than you or maybe making more money than you, that's not right at all. I'm the poorest motherfucker, you know, so I ain't making more money than you, but just because if that was the case, that still would not be right for you to disrespect me. Fuck out of here. So I'm totally with Westbrook saying I'm going to slap the shit out of you and your wife. Okay. I'm for that. Um, I'm for athletes actually going to the ground and slapping the shit out of people and they fucking ugly ass wives for disrespecting them. Right. I'm all for that because you cannot have that mindset of I'm paying your bills. Really? I make millions, my nigga, and you're paying my bills? You've never even sniffed a million dollars. But you're paying my bills. <laughs> if you if you have so much money that you're paying R- Russell Westbrook's bills, where's your millions at, huh? Shit. If your team is the Utah Jazz, are you paying Donovan Mitchell's bills? Rudy Gobert's bills? 
that those are athletes, those are two athletes I named on your team that are making millions, multi-millions. Where's your multi-millions right now? Shit, if you were able to pay the bills of Russell Westbrook, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, you must be a billionaire, huh? Shit. Pay my bills then. Pay my broke ass bills. If you can pay the bills of millionaires, you can definitely pay the bills of a two centenaire. That's not how much money I really have, people, but you know, I'm the brokest motherfucker you know, so keep that in mind. Anyways. In in a serious note, I I'm not I if you're expecting me to to say Russell Westbrook handled it wrong and no. I'm not above letting people know that you will get your ass kicked for saying dumb shit. All right. I will. I don't give a fuck if you didn't put your hand on me first. You said some you are saying some disrespectful shit. And in fact, it's not even just you at this point. It's your entire motherfucking city. That is racist and disrespectful. Of course, I'm going to feel a way about it. Of course, I'm going to say, fuck Utah. Y'all have shown over and over again. This isn't the, if this was the first situation, I would not be screaming, fuck Utah. It'd be fuck that guy and his ugly ass wife. But no, Utah have shown over and over again, especially at sporting events, how fucked up they are. And, and you can have your owner come out and say, we are not a racist this is not a racist organization and we are not a racist city. She can say all the right things, but your fans, athletes who have visited Utah, even Donovan Mitchell himself has came out and said, yeah, you know, Utah fans are disrespectful, wild disrespectful. They have said some wild shit that I don't personally subscribe to. Wild racist, racist, shit that I don't personally find uh you know nice to hear as a black man when you have more than one instance when you have those same people who was who clown Gordon Hayward when he broke his fucking ankle and said he deserved it said all this other shit when he gave birth to his newborn they're talking a wild crazy shit about how they uh hope that he leaves the newborn like he left utah jazz yeah people were saying shit like that <laughs> bringing the newborn in it my niggas all because some guy decided he didn't want to play for your trash ass team in your trash ass racist city anymore come on it ain't never that serious it ain't never serious to tell a grown ass man to get on his knees and call him boy over and over again and this dude was a known racist MAGA head too but a known racist because he is online he deleted his twitter after he was exposed but he is online making calling uh dudes nigger boy he's online going at westbrook 
and other black folks. Being wild, disrespectful, and racist. So don't try to isolate this and say, well, this is a small incident. It was just this one guy and his ugly ass wife. Nah. Him and his ugly ass wife get down like that. Online and offline. They just thought they'd be protected. And (laughs) the crazy thing is he did what all the fucking punk ass white racists do. Paint themselves out to be the victim. I don't know why he reacted that way. I I was just being a fan of the Utah Jazz and supporting my team. And he just, he just, he just went apeshit crazy. Just like the dude who was at the, uh, uh, who went around, uh, attacking people with, uh, he hit the woman with like the sticks or whatever. The, 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 the alt-right member. And there was a warrant out for his arrest. And he started crying. Talking about, I don't know what the police are going to do to me. Please don't hurt me. Mm, the irony, right? The irony of your racist white ass crying and, and, and fear for your life. Because of you see what police do to black folks. Or you, you see how dirty and egregious cops can be. And now you're on camera crying, talking about, please don't kill me. Please, I I, I don't know what happened. Please don't kill me. And you was actually armed with a weapon. Now imagine all the black lives that were taken, who were unarmed, who had their hands up, who were standing still and saying to the pleading for their life to the police and still got killed. You had a warrant out for your arrest. These black folks didn't have warrants out for their arrest. They were stopped for whatever fucking reason they were stopped. And then they were killed. And I'm pretty sure and I'm willing to bet all the money that I got, all the two cents that I have, that I told you I didn't have, but I do have. <laughs> I'm willing to bet all the two cents in the world that whatever these black folks that were stopped for was not murder worthy you on the other hand white boy was beating white women and just beating people up with sticks at a rally at an anti-confederate flag rally an anti-confederate rally whatever the hell it was you and a bunch of your other punk ass white boys decided to crash that party we get tiki torches And beat them with it. Yeah. Anyways, back on to the Westbrook situation versus Utah. Um, Once again, fuck Utah. And it's going to be that way until y'all come to grips with your... Like I said, it, it ain't up to Westbrook. It ain't up to Donovan Mitchell. It ain't up to Rudy Gobert. It ain't up to any of the other black players on the Utah Jazz or any other black athlete or black person in Utah. If you're in Utah and you're black, I feel for you. But fuck Utah. But um, it ain't up to them to stop the racism. It's up to the white folks to recognize how trash their city is. It's up to the white folks to recognize how uh, fucked up 
Utah is. And if Utah is a state and not a city, then everything I said is still accurate. So mind my ignorance and, and, and well, don't mind, you know, excuse it and, and, and just roll out. Just just keep it keep it pushing. But I didn't I didn't like how the owner came out and said this is not how Utah is because of the white and white guy. When the only reason why she came out not only because it was a big publicized uh situation that happened with Westbrook and this this uh fan and his ugly ass wife, but she probably felt the pressure to actually come out and say something because this isn't the first time Utah has been in the news. Or just in in the known because of some racist shit. Because of some problematic shit that their fans have said. She knows it. The players know it. The players on opposing teams know it. But the problem with her knowing it and not acknowledging it. Is she's just uh, spraying perfume on it? She's spraying perfume on the shit and thinking that's gonna mask the smell. She's spraying Febreze on it and thinking that's gonna mask the smell. Now, Febreze does a great job at masking smells, but only for about 48 hours. So for 48 hours, yeah, Utah may look like it was kumbaya. But then the smell of the shit came back. So, you might as well address the actual issue. Address the truth. And if that's not what you want the truth to be, this is for every situation, not just with racism. If that's not, if the truth is not what you want it to be, then change it. But simply spraying perfume on it, nah, it's not how you get rid of the truth. That's how you try to mask it. And in turn, when you do that, you, you it, it gets worse. It gets worse. All right. So that's all I got to say about that. And that will be all for this episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. I know a short one, like I said, I didn't have much else to say. It's what it is. Until next time, until next episode. As always, timestamps in the description box below. Stay black if you're black. Especially to my brother Westbrook. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. And I'm out. Peace.